Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. KSPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. 710 ESPN. A good karma brand's radio station. And here we go. It is Travis Rogers. It is Alan Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa is all for your Monday. We're here each weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We begin nine hours of LA Sports Talk all day long. Hope you had a terrific weekend. Travis is back from his getaway in the nation's capital. I saw a picture over the weekend of copious amounts of pizza, and that made me proud. We'll get all the details from T Raj, sweet tea. How about Slee? What did he get into this weekend? Was there an adventure? You know, producer Emily's always got stuff for us. Plus, producer Taylor's here, and there's going to be a return of a bit that got us through last summer. Do you want to give him a hint? Give him just a little bit of hint. I can't wait. Let's get to it for the fun, the frivolity, and the sports talk. Travis and Sliwa, your Monday, right now. About that, I know the bit. I'm excited. A little double dip took a the, little while. The bit I forgot about that. Yeah, we well, you uh, we haven't we haven't gotten that music in quite a while, but that'll be good. Uh, it's uh, it is nice to be back. I, I I don't really fancy myself a guy that is like a sun chaser, somebody that has to be in the sunshine, has to be yeah, in, in yeah. good. But after four days of uh, soggy, wet weather in D.C., it is wonderful to be back in the sunshine in in, in L.A. It was a uh, it's a good weekend. So, how about you? Did you uh, did you surf this morning? I did not, but did not. when I got out of bed at yeah. about 5.30 this morning and there was already, I could already see that the sky was going to be blue, that was nice because I'd forgotten that that was even a thing that could happen after four days there. Is it Was it one of those you just completely take it for granted? Yes. You forgot that, oh yeah, you just wake up and the sun is, exists, it's there. It, it's, it's there, there every it's warm, day. It, it makes you feel it feels good. good. Pop right out of bed, it doesn't feel like it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon yeah. when it's 11 o'clock in the morning, but it was a great weekend, a can we go? Weekend. Can we go commercial free to eleven a.m. so you can just talk about your weekend? <laughs> I, I okay. So look, I, I don't want this to sound weird, but I have been very lucky in my life for a, a million different reasons. I'm a very fortunate guy. Um, I've been to a lot of nice parties in my life. I, I have seen some really cool things. I have been to some beautiful weddings in my time. I've never seen anything like I saw Next this level. Weekend. Just I've I've never seen anything like it in my entire mm. life. The it was elegant, it was fun, it was exciting, it was historic. It was just it was every element that you could think of. It was at the it was at the reception itself was at Congressional Country Club, which is as a golf person just unbelievably mm. exciting to be there and see all that stuff, but just everything. Band was good. I got all my dancing in. It was it was a wonderful wonderful weekend and and Al, I don't know if any of you guys have ever experienced this. Chris mentioned it in the open. I sent him the picture because Chris and I still talk about it because we'd never seen this before. So it was a few summers ago, um, Keyshawn was kind enough to invite Chris and I out to his club to for it was Labor Day and there it, there was uh, football games taking place. So you come out, you hang out at the club out on the out on the golf course, right? And they have tents set up and mm-hmm. food and TVs. It's wonderful and they feed you all the stuff and you get drinks and everything. It was, it was a great great day. And so you're eating, you're drinking, you're watching football, you're hanging out. 
And then, and that's, I don't know, say 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And then they feed you again at like, you know, 6 o'clock. Sure. And it's wonderful. You're watching football, and the next round of football games come out, and it's, it's just wonderful. And then right as the late football games are kind of winding down, it's, it's you know, it's 9, 9.30, and you're thinking, okay, it's time to get going. It's time to go. But you just that little thing in the back of your head saying, oh, I'm a little hungry still. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this, this fleet of golf carts shows up with dozens of pizzas. Does it just like here right before you go? Grab a couple of slices, chop them down, and then you know enjoy the rest of your night. Do you calorie count on those days? I do not. Okay, I do not. So with that in mind, the wedding same idea. You know, little hors d'oeuvres, little mm-hmm. cocktail hour, a little more hors d'oeuvres, and then it comes out and get your salad, you get your entree, a little wedding cake, all these things. Just every and, and everything. It's not just like wet. It was delicious and it was perfect. And it was lovely. And then as the dancing starting to wind down, and you're getting towards the end of the night, sure. And God knows how many you probably easily burned off six hundred, seven hundred calories. I, I'm on the not going to lie, I yeah. was I was getting after it. I, mm-hmm. I really was. They brought out pizzas, end of wedding pizza. It was unbelievable. I, I could not have been more excited. So I had to share, Chris, that there was a wedding pizza at the end of the night. So that's the sort of week. That's the sort of wedding. Right, give I got me, to play congressional. Everything about give it was me, a plus. Tacos would have been better. Give, <laughs> I don't know. The pizza was out there. Let pizza. Let it be pizza. Yeah. Um, give me your. I don't know. You got one highlight that you could talk about. Give us something oh, okay. that kind of stood out from so, the rest of the past. So, like I mentioned, the the uh, the ceremony was at a church in D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, the reception. Did was they let con- you into the church? <laughs> they did, and had no lightning strikes or anything. And they walked right in and right out and got Very out of there in one piece. It yeah. was it was it was great. Um, so I got I got to play congressional on um, Saturday, Friday, Friday, fr- Friday morning. And it was wet and it was rainy, and the weather, quite frankly, was not great because it was about fifty degrees and rainy and a li- little bit of windy, but not mm-hmm. nothing crazy. Still had the time of my life. That's how good of a golf course Damn. that place is. Okay, playing in the rain and everything else. So uh, when we're done, the guy that was hosting, the father of the bride, was our host at this at the at the golf course. Kind of takes us on a little tour of this club. This, this club is a hundred years old. Literally, it's a hundred years old, and it was formed by not only former presidents of the United States, five of them, okay, but by the people that built the country. It's the Rockefellers, it's the Duponts, it's the Astors, it's the Overrated. Pillsburys, the Paps, the Fords, Companies the Firestones. Are not going Right, all of these people that basically shaped the course of the 20th That's century, ridiculous. and there's all these pictures of them hanging around. It was I'm walking around. I was with my dad. I was yeah. with uh, one of my uh, my cousin's husband, uh, and we we're just sitting there with our jaws on the floor. It was unbelievably fun. The people were incredibly nice. It was just an extraordinary. And you start thinking about like. If you could hear some of the stories, some of the decisions that were made in this place, it was a wonderful, wonderful week, and I enjoyed every single moment of it. It was even worth worth missing one issue of Ask Slee, but I'm back here, and now we can do it today. Okay, here's a couple things I take away from that. First off, after all that, don't ask us how our weekend was. <laughs> don't transition into, well, that sounds amazing. So, uh, Taylor, what did you, you see do movies this weekend? This weekend? <laughs> Emily, did you stream something? Like, don't don't do that today. I don't want to hear any I just, of that. I didn't, I didn't get winning time. I was on the airplane last night. By the time I got home, I was a little pooped. So you I, said you read the whole book? I did. I read the entire uh, Showtime book by Jeff Perlman. Recommended or no? Or stick to the... Double thumbs up, uh, five stars, however you want to characterize yeah, but it. I, I it was great. I would have thought because there wasn't as much... I mean, you watch an episode where they show one highlight, one highlight of a 1980 game. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to. I don't want any of that. <laughs> I'm imagining the book is all that. I don't want none of that. I would like less of that. Listen, (laughs) we could go through 
a really good and and last night's winning time by the way was fantastic when you get caught up on it we'll we'll talk about it but we could go through 54 minutes of a great winning time but because four minutes were focused on who the head coach is going to be i need like two you come in here with mason and ireland like, well you know why they're t- i already know what's gonna happen i need like two minutes i don't need four but the book is about the basketball but it's all there's not a zastro person yeah but there are a lot of zastro moments there are a lot of uh zastro adjacent sort of behaviors that are, are all broken down did you fall asleep at any point on the plane not a wink not nothing not not a single wink now, when we were going that's, out on on Thursday morning, well, I don't know why that's so funny. It, it was early, it was seven thirty in the morning, so, so you weren't going to fall asleep. Not going to fall asleep then. And then coming back yesterday, plane left DC at like five fifteen, so two fifteen um, out here. Yeah, so I, I really wasn't going to sleep much. Um, I was on the aisle coming back, which helped a little bit when this when the uh, flight attendant wasn't ramming my shoulder with the cart. Sure, it was sure. all good. Um, it was. Did it was you great. any any alcohol on the plane? No. Not my, Nothing. not my, but I, so, okay, what is it? It's 10 o'clock, 10 or 9, 10 after 10. I already had two beers today. Today is the first day since Thursday where I have not, be, at this point throughout the entire weekend, I was already feeling great mm-hmm. and, and getting ready to feel greater oh, yeah. throughout yeah. the history of the, uh, the week. It was, it was just good. You ever, you ever have one of those things where you're really looking forward to something? Yeah. You, you've, you've kind of circled it yep. on your calendar and you think, oh, in a couple of weeks I get to go yep. do this and you just, you get more and more excited. Emily knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> La Paz. La Paz. Yeah, yeah it's a great one. Yeah, I figured. Great one. Um, that's what this was for me and it exceeded expectations. Mm. Doesn't happen very often like that in this. All right, that's solid. Yeah, yeah. that's great. You it sent, great. you sent a photo. You got there Thursday. Yeah. Sent a photo Thursday night. Yeah. New suit. You were also. That was not the suit. That was a, a sports coat. But the new suit mm. was. I looked good. I'm not going to lie. I, I I looked really good. I pulled it off. Um, right. I, I looked very, very good. I was very pleased yeah, with no, myself. I'm, I'm sure there's there were photos <laughs> everywhere. Cameras suit. were coming out of nowhere wanting to take who, photos of you. Who is that? That guy looks good. It's got to be somebody. I don't know who that is. Um, but I did see. It's the guy that, eating crab cake balls by the handful. That's who that is. Uh, just grab a slice of pizza, not not two boxes of pizza, and <laughs> had, take it back. I, I had two slices. It was they were, and they were, they were just the little squares. But the photo photo you sent, yeah, I like that. Really, the only thing on there, it's a photo of you and your wife. Yeah. You guys look great. You look happy. You look like we you're were. about to have a really good time. And the the context of your of your text was put everything away at the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> that you got to the hotel and everything is properly put away. We were in the hotel. Did you I get did. one of those small towels, put it down in the bathroom, put your, put your toothpaste, toothbrush, your razor. toothbrush. Yep. Yeah, of course. What are we, I mean, an animal? I was going to live in that room for three and a half days. I wanted my stuff put away. I, I get to the point where the only thing left is basically paying the taxes for the hotel. Like, I'm ready to <laughs> yes. help. I'm ready to help with everything. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. Put Hung everything up. I even got one of my shirts pressed before we went out for that night because I was I was ready to go. I didn't have to worry about Oh, guess what? The next morning I woke up. Everything was Nothing right where I needed it. Nothing to worry about. It was right there. Ready to play golf? Yeah, well, my stuff's right here. Where are your clubs right over here? Yeah, taken out of the, the travel bag. Everything about it was great. I could see you walking down the hallway. And just any uh, food service that anybody got, and they leave it outside. You're like, no, I'll take this down. I'll there, take this down. There was a Morton's in the lobby of our hotel. Sounds like a pretty decent hotel. <laughs> and, not, a, not a Starbucks. They, a Morton's. There was a Starbucks, too. Okay. <laughs> so for the mornings, you'd get yeah. your coffee, and then we had a couple martinis in the uh, Morton's bar as the night would wind down. We found a little dive bar uh, after the wedding one night. It was super fun. Went out with my cousins. It was... Sounds I, terrible. I have, like cousins that are in their very early 20s i have cousins that are teenagers but i yeah. have a handful that are uh just post 21 or, or near it they're out there t- 
turning it oh. up, getting after it. And I'm like, you guys know I'm 50, right? They're doing tequila shots. Of course they I'm are. I'm like, guys, this is, I cannot hang with you. We did, we did one tequila shot, and Susan was like, peace. And we bounced. We were the first ones to go. But we did go. That's good. It was That's a good, good deal. Shot. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Um, I have a problem with something that happened with the MVP. That uh, Guys are, are stacking these things, Slee, that should not be stacking them. I want to get into that coming up next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So, Slee, quick little uh, early ask, Slee. Okay. In honor of Trav having flown back to D.C. and back, does Slee clap or join the clapping when the plane successfully takes off and lands? Hashtag ask Slee. That's from Danny H. Am I am I um, a bad person if I judge the clappers? I haven't been on a plane with clappers in quite some time. Where people are like, aren't well, I, they supposed I don't, to? I was like, going to say, plane? I don't understand. It only like, happen when there's been like really bad turbulence. Do yeah. I clap when my Uber driver gets me to where I'm supposed to get to? Yeah, like I, I don't. Wait, am I, do I clap at the grocery store when they're done and I just paid? <laughs> it's just the, part of the job. The waiter right? fills the water glass at the at the table. It's what like, commercial is it? I can't I can't remember off the top of my commercial. It's pretty funny. It was like you don't you're starting to become like your parents, and yeah, then yeah. the lady at the end is clapping in the movie. He's like nobody claps at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, nobody's here that made the nobody movie. Yeah, you're, you're you're good. <laughs> no, it was. I'm not a a, a plane clapper. I'm a can everybody just please get up and walk out of this plane as fast as possible? Because we're always in the back. We're always one of the last 10 or 15 people off the plane. It's like, just faster. Please move faster. That's I just my don't get the clock. preoccupation. No, it's it a good trip. I'll, I'll show you some pictures. I'll, I'll bore you with pictures of me. I, I don't have any pictures of me actually dancing. I'm sure somebody does somewhere. But I uh, got all my steps in, shall we say, on the dance floor. The band, nine, nine people. Mm-hmm. In the band, just cranking the entire time. It was great, and I am the world's worst dancer, and I loved every minute. Of Taylor, it. how many um, how many different people are you going to have in the in the wedding that you're going to DJ? Are there is it going to be a nine piece band? Oh, this is a real intimate wedding, so only twenty five guests. Ooh. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. about how many technicians there were setting up the band. <laughs> it was it was something else. So uh, word leaks out, Al Jokic is going to win MVP again, right? Back to back, he's a great player. This is I can can we just kind of stipulate that this is not a this guy is not a good player thing we're about to talk about, but here's here's my problem with some of these awards we talked about it. Funches briefly. almost threw a punch at you this morning <laughs> well, when you went at him. This is this is my whole point. What, what were we talking about the other day when you're like he can't win that award he can't win that award oh John Morant most improved yeah right. Okay. I, I've now Michael reached, almost threw a punch at me. I, I, I've reached that point too where it's like what what are we talking about? Nikola Jokic who's great has twice as many MVP awards. As Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. Migali Jokic has twice as many MVP awards as Kevin Durant. Come on, man! I mean, I, I get that we're trying to be really smart. Oh, look at his PER. Hey, look, he's playing without these two guys, and this guy wasn't here for the Jamal Murray was out, and Michael. And I understand that. And Jokic is a really good player, but 
this award, it, we, we need to define the V, right? Are we just saying value as oh, you did more with less award? Okay, then that's probably a decent argument. But I think most people, and I, I have my hand way in the air, the MVPs for the best player in the league. And that this year was either Giannis or Embiid. So isn't it? And to me, Giannis seems like the clear cut choice. Giannis is the best player in the league, and it's really not that close. But isn't it fair to say that that's not because that's not how the award is? Maybe right. Like, like are you? Why are we looking for reasons to give it to guys? And actually, I don't know because he won it back to back. I actually thought Embiid would win it this year because Giannis had won two, Jokic had won last season. So I thought Embiid was going to get it this year. If you said, "Hey, pick one person you want to give it to." I'd have, gave it to, I'd have given it to Embiid, and you can get into the details. If you give it to Jokic, okay, well, why are you giving it to Jokic? You got a couple guys that were out. They were sixth place in the Western Conference. You want to make a case for Embiid, you're going to find a way to make the case for him. Giannis over the weekend against the Celtics dropped 42, and he's you know up 2-1 against a Celtics team without Chris Middleton. You, we could sit here all day long and make the case. I just don't know the rules. That, I don't know the rules. Exactly. Exactly, and if nobody knows the rules, or you can, you the Alan Sliwa rules could be different than the Travis rules, could be different than the Taylor rules, the Emily rules, the Amanda rules, and we're all not wrong. So should we just not all, care? That's my point. Like, why? What at this point we're just getting this 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 point where Kevin Durant and Kobe Bryant are better NBA players than Jokic. And again, let me say it again. It doesn't mean that Jokic is not a good player. He clearly is. He's a great player. But if this award is for the best guys that play in the league at any given point, and Kobe got one, Durant got one, and you've got Steve Nash who's got two, and Nikola Jokic who's got two, and Embiid has none, and Giannis has – just like, what, what are we doing here? It just seems so unnecessary for me. It just – why I, why I, are we doing this? That's that's the only thing. I, I, I can't sit here and tell you, like, we don't have a clear cut every single year. And I don't know what the process is to get to that point. I don't have a problem with Jokic winning it again. I did not think if you just said out of those three players, I would have put Jokic third. I would have put Embiid number one, Giannis number two, and uh, and Jokic number three. But somebody can sit here, like you just said, and have these numbers and say, well, when you really look at this and you dissect this portion of it. One thing I will say that Michael does a good job always reminding, mm -hmm. can that person play on the other side of the floor as well? Sure. Jokic is more of a liability on the defensive side. Giannis and Embiid are not. Right. Okay, that's a fair point. Sure Every it is. Every time these conversations come up, you're, I guess in a sense, rewarding somebody who is not going to play the other 50% of the floor. I get that it's it's kind of a tradition that you have a most valuable player, right? Most valuable player is the thing we talk about in football and baseball and whatever. He's the MVP. Yeah. MOP, I like better, right? The mo who's the most outstanding player? Who's the guy mm -hmm. that if we were, if every player went into a draft and you were going to play just one season, I'm not talking about play for the next 10 years. I'm saying you're going to just take what you saw this most recent season yep. and redraft everybody. Who's that guy? And I'm not talking about making money. I'm saying if you tried to go win a seven-game series and you, or uh, an 82-game season. Or just do a draft. You have a draft right take now. Somebody. Pick is anybody. It, is it not Giannis every time at this point right now? Probably. Giannis, it, probably is right? Giannis. Yeah. And isn't that Giannis, the most Embiid, valuable guy? Luka. <laughs> Luka's gonna... a good choice, too. But if you said, I'm going to play next year, I can only have Giannis or Luka. Mm -hmm. Again, Luka's not a bad choice. He's not. But he's, we're taking Giannis, right? Because to your point, he plays both ends of the floor. So I, I I wish I had an answer to this. I think it does in a way. I mean, that's why maybe LeBron last week was sending out a tweet, sitting back and talking about the, I, I don't know how you guys got to this. You you selected Ja Morant. I think this always comes up. Jokic, I mean, back-to-back back back MVPs, that's a little surprising. I mean, at least, at least with Giannis, 
you, you and again, this isn't going at Jokic specifically. At least with Giannis, he won an NBA championship. He might You've win another seen one. His you may very well win another one <laughs> because of him and his supporting cast, but mostly because of him. If you took him on that that hole with two, if you take this guy off, yeah, Milwaukee's probably a little bit better than Denver, but they're not a championship team, and and they certainly no, are right no, in the mix no. right now with Giannis. It's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. You mentioned Jaw there a minute ago. Um, the NBA needs to do something with that. It's getting a little chippy, Slee. We're getting to that point. You know, I know you're not a huge hockey guy, but sometimes something happens in game one. You know the other team's going to come back in game two. It's, oh, you got my guy? Okay, we're going to get your guy. Yep. And next thing you know, everybody's bleeding and got black eyes, and the whole, the whole thing is, is a mess. That's kind of what we've gotten with Memphis and Golden State. The chippiness seems to get increased. Now, Jaws got a bad knee. We know what yeah, happened to Peyton. Play. Right, mm-hmm. he, Peyton's out for sure. He broke his arm along the way. The NBA needs to get a hold of that series because what happens next? Is it is it Steph? Is it somebody else? Because it feels like, well, you got my guy, now I'm going to go get yours. So here's the interesting. I don't know really what you do. John Morant put out this tweet, and then he deleted it. Mm-hmm. And it said, broke the, quote, broke the code, because yep. that's what Steve Kerr kept saying about Gary Payton or about Dylan Brooks' foul on Gary Payton. Yes. There was a play. It was really awkward. Listen, Memphis got blown out in in game three, and you know my personal opinion. I I, I picked Warriors to win the series in six. I think Warriors are going to win the series either way. I I really kind of don't understand a play that happens at the end of uh, at the end of game three. Jordan Poole grabs Ja Morant's knee. I can't really describe it to you. Maybe somebody can say, "Hey, you know what?" It, it, there's, They're def- it's him and Wiggins, right? He and Wiggins, him and are, Wiggins are, are trapping are trapping Morant. John Morant. Yes. Yep. And the ball is loose and I, I can't the best way I could describe it is if you ever, you know, you play basketball, maybe you move some dude's hip because you wanna I don't know, have a better angle. I, I can't really describe it. He grabbed his knee, his left hand is on his back, he pushes with his left hand, and then his right he pushes his right hand he pushes his knee towards him. So what the what Taylor Jenkins and what the Memphis Grizzlies keep saying is that hey that's because of Jordan Poole. He's potentially not playing in Game Four because of Jordan Poole. That is strictly because of Jordan Poole's play on John ja Morant. I don't know if anything else is going to happen. I hope nothing else happens. But I just thought it was interesting because the Dylan Brooks thing was so apples obvious. And oranges. Apples. It and was oranges. so obvious. The hit to the and head. Far worse. Well, far worse. Well, let me. I, I want to make sure I describe it right. It's a it's a play that happens in the NBA. You'd be surprised. Guys get hit in the head. It's it's not frequent, but it's going to happen 10, 15 times a year, no questions asked. But how Gary Payton goes down, breaks his elbow, that's really the cause of why he's out or Dylan Brooks was out in game 3. I don't think you could do anything to Jordan Poole, but I also that's not a basketball play. That's the best way I could describe it. It's not the a the Morant injury. The Jordan Poole Defense on John Morant is not a basketball play. I didn't feel that way. I, I, I agree. It was it was unusual. You don't see it very often. But it, to me, it felt like 
two guys, Wiggins and, and Poole, defending the other team's best player mm-hmm. ferociously, trying like hell to get the ball, trying like hell to trap him. And then when it got kind of wild and the ball was loose and they're kind of grappling, grasping at things, it felt like he's reaching for some, maybe it's a waist, an arm, or something like it was, but it wasn't, I'm going to smash a guy upside the head when he's in midair. It was a weird play. I completely agree with you. I haven't really seen anything like that, but it didn't feel reckless to me the way that Dylan Brooks has played mid. This felt like a, an odd, and, and I, you almost have to watch it at full speed. Berg said something interesting when we were chatting today, that slow motion, you can almost see whatever you want in slow motion. If it's going frame by frame, and you see his hand there, and it's pulling, and it's just, it feels far worse than, I think it's, I'm going for the ball, I miss the ball, my hand hits his knee, I hit something, I don't know what it is, I'm going to pull back. And it, I'm not saying it wasn't weird, it certainly was, but it didn't feel reckless. It didn't feel like you intentionally put jaw at risk. It felt like bad luck almost. Intentionally, no, it was I think that's the best way to put it. I didn't understand what Paul was doing. I just Paul, why are you grabbing was, his knee? Why, that, that doesn't that doesn't make sense. He's to grabbing me. for something, right? And but, it just missed. Speaking of, did you see uh, the sense. Dodger game last night? Yeah, Gr- grabbing for something. Uh, oh that was gosh. weird. That's not something you see every. By night. the way, that was literally the only excitement of that <laughs> three-game set. It wasn't against a great the Cubs. series. Slow it down. It, it wasn't it, really worth it. No, it, 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 was, it was intentional. It was weird. Justin Turner had something funny to say about. We'll talk about that coming up in a bit. If you want your chance to win VIP tickets to the Sold Out Seven Ten Mandy Awards, June twenty fourth, just a little bit more than a month away, Slee, download the new ESPNLA app. Click the contest button, and you can. Give yourself a chance to win that VIP experience. Emily is finally moving out. That is good news. Plus, the Lakers interviewing more guys. It's all next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I hope the table's ready for it because Chris drops his foot on that table, the whole desk shakes. So I don't know if we're ready for, for more Morales moves on a lit, which is coming up oh, tomorrow. Oh, when he dances? Yeah. Well, he's offering moves. It was. Two slices, right? Little squares. They had it cut not in the typical triangle shape, yeah. but the little squares. I'd had- It's a DC thing. Some, is that true? Yeah, it's a DC Maryland thing to get the square pizza. Oh, okay. I I didn't know that. That's it make, makes perfect sense. That's where we were. Little squares. Um, But I'd had, let's see. Had my Brie Bites uh, appetizers, as I mentioned, the crab cakes. There were some uh, coconut shrimp. There was Did they slow down, like, egg bringing rolls. out the food just because of how quick you were consuming so, it? So, you know, like when you go to a, a really nice party and they have the past hors d'oeuvres, yeah. right? The people that come through with the little trays. Mm-hmm. And maybe if there's- you grab the full if tray? If it's a really nice party, there's three or four people passing hors d'oeuvres. 
there were at least 20 people passing orders. I can picture you being, oh, hey, guy, uh, you know, but, um, come at me first. You're, you're, uh, typically, yes, okay? There were so many people doing it, you didn't have to work to get anything. You couldn't turn around and not have another person offering so you does something. So does that force you then to just have a lot more than you would have? No, because... because wh- but how? I mean, be, if you turn to your left, question. then there's something. You turn to your right, there's something. I would, I would not, it's a I would really not have question. a conversation with the person in front of me. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. It's it's a very good question, but here's the reason why. You you knew like I don't know about you guys. I have a little weird thing. Like sometimes you go to those parties, you're like, there I better get this while I can, or it's gonna be gone. And then in twenty minutes, <laughs> it's gonna be gone. So I better hit this once or twice or three or four times along the way to make there was never a question. It was gonna keep coming as long as you wanted it to keep coming. There was never this sense of So hey, you were more relaxed, you were yeah. less anxious. I was I was seeing the ball really well. Mm. I just knew I was getting yeah. good pitches to hit and I just it's like kept the last couple drives. of weeks. That was great. It was it was it was wonderful. They should throw a party like that. I don't know. I'd say twice a year. Get get married again and just re- renew your that's vows the after six months. Like. The man is going to be like. The man is going to be just I, like that. I, I hope so. I hope that that's quite the the same thing. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. You you did move is out it, or you're wait, going wait, wait. to move Emily, out? Emily set him up because last week you asked Marco and I to yes. help with there was a there was a certain situation that she felt really good about. Mm-hmm. Um, set it up for Trav, and then you update us what happened this right. weekend. So I had interviewed for a place in Brentwood. Interviewed? With, yep. Yes, they she interviewed wore, now. Yep. So you had to sit down. You got to talk to these people, see what you want to do. So I These went, are the your potential, potential roommates. This got is through ZipRecruiter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I, I went to the place. I really like these girls. They're awesome. Uh, it would be two girls in an apartment in Brentwood. So it was great. But then I, uh, I asked them, how do I not come on too strong? How do I like make sure that they know that I like them without having to do all this stuff? So I got advice. Yeah, from DeMarco, DeMarco said, Marcus. just show up at their door and start moving your stuff in. That's basically what he said. <laughs> give them a gift. He said, give them a gift. That was nixed by Taylor and Funch. That was how, they said that would be kind of creepy. So uh, I don't know. I might have gone for that. It depends yeah. on what it is. Look, if you send them a new washer dryer, that's weird. But if you just sent over a little <laughs> bottle, bottle of wine, wine or yeah. something, that's not all bad. Yeah, or maybe like, I don't know, tacos or something. So, anyway. I've got a car you drive. Let me upgrade that for you. I'd really like to live here. So, uh, I actually, though, I was still touring this weekend, and I found a place I absolutely loved. Oh, so. It's $400 less than I paid now. Less. And it was perfect. Wow. Yes. Okay, so, so it's, yeah. it's not the situation it's not in the same Brentwood. situation. And it's in K-Town. And so it's close to work. It's a nice little place. And I'm so excited about it. It's a gorgeous house. It has like stained glass windows. And wow. I, would have, I would have uh, two roommates, uh, a guy and a girl, and they seemed amazing. I-, I talked to them for like two hours, seemed great. And they were like, yeah, we'll take you. And I'm like, great. This is awesome. So I've officially told my landlord, told my roommates that I'm out. Uh, one roommate has responded. One roommate has not responded to me saying I'm going to move out. And that's uh, to be expected. Okay, is the got, drill got, sergeant the one that's going to respond? <laughs> right. Yeah. She has not responded what yet. And that shocker. is not much of a surprise. The other one was very nice to me. And I'm just like, now I have to get my room clean for like a month. How so. how have Hopefully the- Hopefully it doesn't take hey. a month. <laughs> how have the- um, Have you reached out to the, the gals in Brentwood? Uh, I have. And I just said, hey, you know- like talking to you guys, but Found this place. is what happened. So, because okay. it just took too long. I'm sure Did they, they ha- respond? Yeah. And they were like, oh, good luck. Have, have a great time. It was nice meeting you. And, you know, there's people that I like would still want to, you know, if I saw them out, I would still say hi to them kind of thing. So, you know, it's all great. I'll well, go gravy, Emily. This is, um, this is, this probably started 30 days ago where you said, 
you got to get out of the place. Yeah. You got to have the right place, the right situation. If Nobody you, wants to go home and be unhappy. No. no. So um, that worked actually pretty fast. So now we'll have to get updates on your new spot, by the yeah. way. It's a great area. Thank That's you, Facebook Marketplace. I haven't been over there a ton. Yeah, it's a good area. I don't know that part of town very well. Need some karaoke suggestions. There you, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm... It's always exciting moving to a new place. It's yeah. a little, it's a huge headache because especially you got to physically move. But it's once you get into that new, especially you know once you have a better living situation, yeah. you can right. maybe and I have eat more at the kitchen table. Move, this is so. very good. We do, we'll do a caller roulette. We'll see who can help me move. <laughs> well, so Travis has the truck. Travis can, has the truck, you know, so he's all we'll over. We'll it. We'll make sure the guys from Rotolo are, are good with us banging up the the bed of the truck, and we'll <laughs> we'll go from there. It'll be it'll be fantastic along the way. All right, don't forget you can get a chance to win your VIP tickets. The Mandy Awards are coming up on June. 24th they are sold out but you can still win a vip experience but you got to put the new espnla app on your phone just go to your app store google play once you've downloaded it click the contest button and you can apply right there the lakers are are interviewing more guys well we terry stotts when i was getting on the plane i saw that they yeah. had interviewed terry stotts mark jackson um they're bringing some guys in you know we're hearing that quinn snyder's still in the mix that doc rivers is still in the mix We'll see. N- none of these candidates have made me go, that's the guy. That's the guy you got to get. But none of them have also been, well, that would be a disaster. They all feel kind of in the mix. So John John actually brought up a good point last week. Um, I guess part of the reason why this is taking longer is the Quinn Snyder-Doc Rivers piece of it. Will Quinn Snyder become available? And what happens to Doc Rivers after the series is over? They're back in it. They're back in it. So they're yeah. tied to a piece. So we'll, we'll see what happens. But I... I John said this. John was telling me, he's like, all right, well, if Quinn Snyder, I've, I've gave my piece on Quinn Snyder, and I felt that a lot of times in Utah, at least in the postseason, they didn't overachieve. They either underachieved or they did exactly what you thought. Yep. Doc Rivers, okay, Doc Rivers has been in the league for a long time. Maybe, listen, maybe that's the right person to go take on big personalities in the NBA. Could I, be. I, don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's a stretch to say that. But John was saying, well, if it's not those two guys, then who the hell do you want? And the more I thought about it, and the argument that I was making is when those three, Nick Nurse, Quinn Snyder, and Doc Rivers were all part of the conversation, I thought Nick Nurse, no question about it. Nick Nurse doesn't look like he's going to go anywhere. Toronto won't let him go. If you had to pick between the two, if it came down to if it came down to Quinn Snyder or Doc Rivers, between those, and they're completely different guys. You know, Just think about their makeup in the NBA, how long somebody's been there. Quinn Snyder's got a lot of experience as well, but Doc Rivers is a completely different person mm-hmm. than Quinn Snyder. Got a what, what? What would you say between those two guys? Terry Stotts. That's what I'd say between. It's those funny two you guys. keep you mentioned that this morning too. It's the perfect. It, it checks every box that you need. It, look, it, it, other than the hey, that's an incredibly exciting hire, right? That I can't believe we got blank. Terry yeah. Stotts doesn't fill that that end of the sentence. Mm-hmm. The rest of it, because I want to go back to what you said at the beginning. Quinn Snyder has never overachieved. Yep. Okay, I agree with you. Has he underachieved frequently? He's achieved. He's done really well in the regular season. Yeah. His squad has not overachieved in the postseason. I, I agree with you. Doc Rivers, you know, I know he has a championship, but there's a lot of underachievement on his resume. Well, but we'll see. Look, he may take a team to the Philly in the Eastern Conference Finals or sure. beyond. We'll yeah. find out. I think. If um, he, by the way, if, I think if they did beat Miami, I'd be surprised if they beat Miami. We'll see what happens. Terry Stotts was in Portland for a long time, and they were always just about as good as they were supposed to be, and sometimes a little bit better than that. He had a great player in Damian Lillard. You seem to have a very positive working relationship with. It worked really well for a long time until it kind of went a little stale and it was time to move on. It's kind of, the Lakers need somebody that gets along with a star player. Okay, He did that with, with uh, 
uh, why am I playing it? Lillard. Yep. He did that. And you need somebody that gets there. There was no underachieving. Okay, I don't think the, the Blazers really underachieved in that stretch. And occasionally, maybe you squeeze that thing a little tighter and you get a little more. You could also move on from him really easily. That when the LeBron era ends, you're not like, well, we just hired this guy to be the next guy. If you hire Quinn Snyder, it feels like you're doing kind of both, right? And maybe the next wave of guys, he's not the right guy for those guys. Terry Stotts feels a lot like Frank Vogel at the beginning of Frank Vogel. Is it great? No, not really. But is it bad? No, not really. You, you kind of get what you need in this situation. You know, I, I feel like I've been, I'm leaning more towards throw Stotts into the mix because I, that wasn't part of the conversation. It was Quinn and it was Doc Rivers. We'll, we'll see what happens in the series with Philly and Miami. But if I were to take a shot at a coach that you feel like, again, Will, he's done it before. He's coached a lot of big-time players in the past. Mm-hmm. Can he – do you think he'll have the voice and the respect of the room? I'm assuming so. I don't know, but I think he would. And is it a short window – Proposition. Everybody's I lean more towards Doc Rivers. I yeah. lean more towards Doc Rivers in, in that conversation. Whoever gets it day one, it's how are you going to get to the finals? Mm-hmm. There, there is no okay. Let's build it. But in what two are years, you doing this year, in two years, it could be okay. Hey, that coach yep. was there for that window, and now it's hey, over. Al, let's be perfectly honest. It probably will be exactly that, right? That if they come, if if, if again. Never say never, but it's exceedingly unlikely that the Lakers are back in the mix next year, right? Because they got they got a million things that need to break their way. So when the LeBron era is over, whether it's in a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, whenever it might be, it feels like then you got to almost run back again, do, do something else with somebody new. Yeah. That you need somebody to get this group back to into the race, and then we'll figure it out from there. That, I think that's true with everybody. No matter who you get, I think that's the guy. Unless you want to go in a totally my plan, let's start over. It's not they're not going to do that. I think they should, but they're not going to. So you're hiring somebody to coach LeBron over the next two three seasons, right? It, that's it, the job. Isn't it safe to say that that's the entire Laker window? Period. Whatever they end up doing, whenever that reset button comes, whenever LeBron decides, hey, I'm done, or he moves on and he wants to go play with Bronny, whatever the case is, isn't every decision that you've made over the last couple of years only looking right in front of you? Yeah. And I feel like that's going to be the next one, too. Just right in front of you. Right in front of you. Right in front of you. I I agree. I I don't think anything is going to change on that front. All right. Ask Slee. It's been, I haven't done an Ask Slee in five six days. Months. I, I feel in like, you months. know, go for that first run after you've taken a few weeks off and yep. nothing feels right, your legs yep. feel heavy. Yep. I'm a little bit of that in, in Ask Slee mode. Ask Slee coming up in two minutes. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. Just feels good. Hadn't heard it in a few days. Just hearing it's time for Astley always puts me in a good mood, Al. Friday is when you said you were golfing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the last thing you were thinking about <laughs> you when know, you're out on the golf course. I could tell you a having lie. Having a couple of beers. Like I was thinking about you at different points, and the show never crossed my mind on Friday. Like, <laughs> you're right. Sometimes, like, if you're just taking a day off or you're trying, like, on Thursday, for instance, it went through my mind frequently because, you know, I wasn't playing golf at a yeah. really cool, yeah. fun place. But Friday really wasn't yeah, thinking about you too much. Yeah, don't worry about Let's that. start on the phone right here. Let's go to Manuel with an Ask Slee in Gardena. What's up, Manuel? Ask Slee. Welcome back, T-Raj. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, okay, so you know me. I got a double dip. First one is, real simple, is Slee right-handed or left-handed? And is there a 
more useless thing than left-handed scissors. Okay, <laughs> that was first, and then the second one is who is a more seedier character in Winning Time? A Cookie's friend who got knocked up by Magic Johnson. Allegedly. B those dope dealers slash assassins that hang with uh, with um, Spencer Hayward and or. Zastro. <laughs> All right, fellas. Love you guys. Appreciate Thank it, you, man. Manuel. You're right-handed, right? Yeah, I wish I was left-handed. Why? I don't know, just better movement so on your fastball. How, how nice does a how <laughs> do, how nice does a a lefty look with their jumper? Everything looks better left-handed. When Derek Fisher would just But the world is built for left-handers. When Derek Fisher would just it just looks better. It, it looks cleaner. Golf golf swings, baseball swings, everything looks better left-handed. I I agree with you on that. So I am right-handed. Um and then as far as... Seediest uh, guy. I'm going to stay with this, the theme here, bro. Zastro's <laughs> been a big part of the show. We still have not found a way to make him a part of the show. He's an entrepreneur. He's just trying to make a living in a tough city. He's trying to get by. What if there was a prequel that came out? <laughs> in the Zastro years. Yep. Right? We can, we can throw yep. that out there along the way. This is from Moy. You're at Costco, and you see they're giving out samples of a food you like. Do you loop the sample station and not buy the product, or do you pass the station and get the product to eat at home? I've been very disappointing in the uh, in my Costco trips le- lately since COVID, and this doesn't have anything to do with anything. I think it's just because I just want to get in there and I want to get out. Uh-huh. I'm not getting any samples. Are you still right now? Are you still sitting there? If there's a couple people waiting, are you waiting back and saying, "Let me get this quick little uh, cracker with whatever cheese they put on it"? I, I it depend. I'm very strategic with Costco, right? I go in with a purpose. That's what I, I'm saying. I never go in. Okay, to wait. Shop. When you go in, this I thought about this last week when I was in there. When you go in, are you following the wave and you're going towards the middle, or are you going right down the left, kind of around the electronics? Yes. That going right in. That. Right? I know what I want. I'm there for wine. I'm there for it's flowers. The I'm there for a specific of taking thing. Off, you know what? Waze needs to do this. <laughs> just like we have it on the road. Can Waze get me in Costco of just quickest way? Right? Because <laughs> if there's like traffic coming up, if I go right and now I'm all down the center aisle and there's too many people, maybe Waze kind of senses it. Slee, go left here. Go up in this side. I think we got something here. Sides are always the best. Yeah. They're all the middle aisles where all the people are. You got to you got to run outside the numbers, Lee, as they say in football. Yeah. You got to be outside yeah. the you numbers get, along the way. You get on that outside tackle, guys. It depends on where. What are you getting from the store? If you're getting like some produce or something or toilet paper, then you're you're. You well, know, you still rude, you, basically. You, no, no, no. You could still get there. You just have to get there around. Yeah. You just have to go around to get there, rather than going through the middle. You know, it's like this. Um, I'm sure there are many times Cam Akers this year, Trev. You want to go up the middle where there's no hole, or you want to go on the outside. You get to the outside. It's it's money. It depends. Look, if you're Cam Akers, you can probably get to the outside. If we're going back, you know, a few years ago, C.J. Anderson, we're going up the middle. We're not we're not doing it. C.J. Anderson runs between and, the tackles. And one question, and other guys go outside. And one question: Why does Costco have like the most important stuff like in the back corner, like the toilet you, you paper? Really, and the, you know why? There's an obvious before, answer to this. Before, do you know why? No, yeah. we're going to tell you why. Yeah. Because you have to walk through the store, you might find Everyone. something else oh, you like. I'm not. I don't want yeah. anything. You're going yeah. up yeah. 44 <laughs> I, lanes, right? Before you get there, I just because to, you want every single thing, uh, everything else. I didn't know I needed a 400 dollars pot and pan set, but there it is, right there. I just I need a 50 rolls of toilet paper. paper. That's all I need. Right That's now. all I need. Retail 101, Funch. Put um, the good stuff where you got to work the hardest to get it, because you're gonna get back there to get it. So are you with me? 
doing less samples these I, days? I am. I, I'm, yeah. What I, happened to us? I don't know. That used to be a big thing. I, yeah, Taylor, are you doing less? Come, or Taylor, around. are you going to Costco? Around. Yeah, he's not yeah. doing Costco. That's Emily doesn't have a Costco not, I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised at all. Let's go back to the phones. Long Beach and Jeffrey, hashtag asks Lee. What's up, Jeffrey? Yeah, good morning. Uh, welcome back, Travis. Thank you. Uh, my question to Slee, 0.4 or Robert Ory's game winner? Great question, actually. Thank you, Jeffrey. So this is an easy one. It's easy because the end result. So Ory's shot ended up leading to a championship because you beat the Sacramento Kings. Fisher's shot ended up leading to you lost against the Pistons mm-hmm. 4-1. So because of that, you the still D think the Fish, Lakers have a chance to come back, don't you? <laughs> you still like their come on, hey, guys. Do you, ever, hey, do you ever watch a game? I mean, I, I don't know how how long ago it's been since I've done something like this, but whenever they play like a classic game or something like that, do you ever watch a game and you're still like, oh, or he plays play a little bit of defense, bro? You want to play <laughs> a little bit of defense on that one? Is anybody going to box out? I think I'm the only one left on that one. I always like those big shots at home too. You know what I mean? Like that. One, one, oh, of, yeah. one of my favorite videos Bro, place. is when you, oh. the overhead oh. and you see it go, and the second it goes through, you see every person jump out of their seat. It's just an Can incredible Can you tell visual. me a more baller response from an athlete? It's what he does, man. Of putting both of his hands behind his back <laughs> and just trotting yeah. over and looking at everybody. What the hell did you think what was going to happen? Gonna happen? Exactly right. What was supposed to happen is exactly that was Chris what Paul did after game two, and then they lost to him. <laughs> All right, we're, see, it's doing it again. These things that are always bouncing around. I mean, here it is. This is from Shane. You have to take a hard hit in one of these sports. Which one do you choose? Okay. A rib shot by a pitch in baseball. I'll take UFC. Blindsided in football or tasting the glass in hockey. None of those are great choices, but I think there's an obvious one I Blindsided choose. in football is the last one that I want, I think. Fair. Just because I, I didn't put know. Hockey, I would have put a hockey third, but I'm okay I, with what I, you did. I get it. I, I just, the fact that I don't know that it's coming, my mind will not understand what just happened. Hockey, I think, has to be... Because they're going real fast, Al. So I think I'm taking the pitch. Yeah, I, I, taking I, the I, pitch to the ribs. It sounds terrible. Like if if Walker Bueller decided <laughs> that he wanted to put one in your rib cage, that sounds really awful. But Gratterall. it Gratterall. <laughs> it sounds terrible, right? That you just uh, oh. and you feel the air. But you're right. If Throw I'm a tennis ball, 28 miles an hour at my rib, and I'm out for two to three. Imagine weeks. if Aaron Donald hit you as hard as he could, and you didn't see him coming. No, I don't want to do that. And imagine if you're digging the puck out of the corner and some guys had a 20-yard full steam ahead on Kings? skates with about ice. Kings tying it, tying it yeah. up yesterday? Yeah. Well, huh? that weird series, right? They tied up, and the two games they've lost, they've gotten run 14 off the to ice. 14-2 they yeah. were outscored in games 2 and 3. 14-2. <laughs> Al just dropped some hockey knowledge on. Write it down. I know. 10-54 on May 9th Jonathan Quick yesterday didn't even give up a goal. Puckhead. <laughs> Check you out. I'm impressed. Right All right. Al Bundy, who once scored four TDs in one one game was cast as Donald Sterling in the FX series about the Clippers. Who would you cast as V. Stiviano? That's good. They, so we know Sterling, we know yeah. Doc, and we know Shelly Sterling. Those are the three people that we know have been cast in this. If you are the casting director and you're trying to find somebody to play V. Stiviano, any ideas? Bro, who would play V. Stiviano? Mm-hmm. And that's going to, sounds like 
a key role. Of course it is. She's the one that ultimately got the whole thing blown up. She was the one rolling on tape. This. I need help on this. Who do you think was? You know, it's funny. I, I, the reason I asked, I don't have a good suggestion either, but I want to open it up to the people. I want I want us to get some suggestions yep. on who could play Because they will listen to us. Whoever the Sterling affair, whether they is listen waiting, or not, but we'll have the best to figure ideas. out what to do. I don't see, see Al. You and I look at this a little differently. You you want to like help them. I want to give them the best idea whether they take it or not. I want to mm-hmm. come up with the best possible V. Stiviano because Zoe Kravitz? it's what's that? Zoe Kravitz. Not bad, not bad. 